0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Memphis Hardwood. We are absolutely in the dog days of the offseason right now. There's frankly nothing happening with teams, but there's a couple of things that are happening um, that are really germane to our beloved Beale Street Bears. Number one, FIBA International Basketball. We want to talk a little bit about that. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been on the team. I've, I've had the occasion to watch every game so far, Um, and it has been a freaking joy. Number two, the schedule has dropped. And so today I want to spend a little bit of time with my compadre, Marvin Stockwell. Marvin, how you doing?
1: Doing well. Glad to be back. Glad to be back in the old saddle.
0: Yes, I know. We got to get into game shape ourselves, right? But today I want to spend a little time with you, Marvin, talking a little bit about FIBA basketball, um, and then also diving into the Memphis Grizzlies schedule. So we're going to make this a quick hitter. We're going to try to get this in, in just over 30 minutes. Um, By the by, I'm a big propagandi fan and Chris Hanna, the lead singer of Propagandi, he has a podcast. He recently did an Ask Me Anything podcast through his Patreon page. And he was like, listen, the last time I did this, I did a three and a half hour podcast. (laughs) He's like, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) And he's like, you know, the best podcasts are like 45, like 30 to 45 to 65 minutes. And I think that's right. So we're going to try to notch it at 35 minutes today. Yeah. So, okay, I want to talk a little bit about USA uh, basketball, um, if I can, um, to start with. Uh, Marv, have you been tuning in? Have you had opp- opportunity to, to, to? I haven't to watched this- any whole
1: games, but I've been I've been uh, finding the 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 YouTube highlights. Yeah, <laughs> paying yeah. special attention. I've been, I've really been following uh, the goings on and the and the and the really great plays through so- what floats by in my social media feed, and a little yeah. bit of extra sleuthing
0: around. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, just a couple of things. I I just want to say, first off, how much I love this roster. (laughs) I just absolutely love this as an NBA fan. First of all, um, your friend and mine, Anthony Edwards from the Minnesota Timberwolves, has just been a beast. I mean, Mm -hmm. he has absolutely had a a dunk you probably saw um, on the social media highlights this past Mm -hmm. week where he just Mm -hmm. absolutely uh, laid it down on, I, I believe it was the German team. Um, it's been super fun watching Anthony Edwards. He, man, he is going to be a bonafide star. I mean, when the yeah. Grizzlies played the T wolves in 2022 in the playoffs, right. He was still super young, right. He was 20 years old, <laughs> you know, trying to kind of do some things, but man, mm-hmm. he's coming into his own. So yeah, I'm loving watching him play. Um, he's a starting small forward, Jalen Brunson, um, at the guard position, obviously playing for the New York Knicks now. Love watching Jalen Brunson play. He's an excellent floor general. He is tough, man. He plays for Tom Thibodeau, obviously, up in New York. I love Coach Tibbs. Marv, I don't know if you remember back in the day when Lionel Hollins was our coach. Coach Tibbs was coaching in Chicago. Derek Rose was playing there, known as a hard-nosed defensive coach. Um, And I think Jalen Brunson just kind of fits that mold. So Totally been awesome watching him play um mikhail bridges he we've we've mentioned mikhail bridges often on this show right the small forward the three and d guy right like an elite defensive player can Mm -hmm. finish at the rim super crafty you know long six six um just doing great things on the court obviously we'd love to have him in a memphis grizzlies jersey hasn't happened yet and then rounding out the starting five brandon ingram I've heard people, you know, refer to him as like baby KD. Um, and I kind of love that. He <laughs> obviously he's not 6'11, he's six eight, but he's got that same silky, smooth touch on his jumper that Kevin Durant mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. And he is just a freaking just a joy to watch. Um, obviously playing um with our counterparts down in New Orleans. And then finally rounding out this st- the top five, Jaron Jackson Jr. at the center yes. position. Um, Marv, the, the national team has only played exhibition games up to this point. Um, Mm -hmm. they have won every game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They have just been freaking dominant. Um, some of the big, you know, players like Luca, um, he got hurt. He played in a couple of exhibition games. I'm not sure if he'll be back for, Mm -hmm. uh, the main games. Uh, the Spain team gave the USA fits, um, as did Germany. Um, Dennis Schroeder um, plays on the German team. The Wagner brothers, uh, Mo Wagner and Fran Va- uh, Franz Wagner. Um, they they really pushed the USA to their limits. But in that last game against Germany, the last exhibition game, um, the USA turned it up in the fourth quarter. Jaron Jackson Jr. on defense. Anthony Edwards on the offensive end. Yeah. And they pulled out the win. Um, so it's, been, it's just been fun, right, to have some NBA action. Um, obviously, this happens only what, every two years, you know, this is really my Mm -hmm. first year kind of watching, um, USA basketball. Um, Mm -hmm. but Marv, I've enjoyed it. I want to just round out the, I want to round out the roster just so folks know who else is on this team. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, um, just a fantastic player, um, can get you a triple double on almost any given night, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, from the guard position, Josh Hart, Doing some good work in there, and then these are (laughs) some of my favorite players who are not Grizzlies are on this team. Um, Bobby Portis Jr. Marv. If there is any player in the league who should be a (laughs) Memphis Grizzly that is not currently a Memphis Grizzly, it is Bobby Portis. I what makes you say that? He well, he's just tough. He he will you you know like uh, I don't know if you remember that Calkins article where uh, he interviewed that World War II veteran and they were asking Mm -hmm. about Zach Randolph. Oh and the yeah, War, yeah. The World yeah. War II veteran was like, "Zach Randolph will bust your ass." <laughs> yeah. That is Bobby Portis, man. I mean, yeah. he he runs, he he gets down low, he uses his booty and pushes people out off the low block. Um, you yeah. know, he's a smart basketball player. He's all he's got a motor, so he's always going right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. trying to think of some players that we've had like that. Brandon Clark is, ki- is kind of that player for us now, but mm-hmm. he's just got this intensity. Um, and I just feel like Bobby Portis is my basketball spirit animal, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm loving him, yeah. of course, playing. He was a champion with the Milwaukee Bucks, great player. Um, Walker Kessler uh, from the Utah Jazz, the big man, seven foot center um, from Atlanta, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Man, I love this kid. He he can absolutely block shots um like you wouldn't believe. Um, Naismith, defensive player of the year, um, uh, where he played at Auburn, um, NABC defensive player of the year, SEC defensive player of the year, third team all American, first team all SEC. He's a great young player playing for the Utah Jazz. So keep an eye out. I mean, he's blocking mm-hmm. shots at Jaron Jackson mm-hmm. Jr. levels. Mm-hmm. So wow. great player. Um, and then Austin Reeves, you know, it, because Austin Reeves like reigned on our parade last year, Marv totally in the playoffs, I kind of was like, Oh, you know, and, but it has been really fun being able to watch a team that you're pulling for that he's playing on. Um, I see. Okay. And shout out to Austin Reeves, man. I mean, he's got the whole package. He's got good size. He can shoot the ball. He's very good as a decision maker off the ball. His ball handling skills are elite, even at an NBA level. Um, and he's a lot tougher than he looks, you know, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, you're this kind of like cornbread white guy from the suburbs or whatever. he's got the, like comb over, like part on the side <laughs> hair, you know, yeah, it just goes to show you can't judge a book by his cover. Cause he's a hooper, man. Um, yeah. he's a hooper. He's, he's for kind sure. of, a. I kind of see him as being like a upgraded Grayson Allen. He does a lot of things. I see
1: what you mean. Yeah. You know,
0: whereas Grayson is really kind of a spot up three point shooter. I mean, it, Grayson could hoop. Don't get me wrong. Playing for the bucks now. Um, but anyway, mm. loving Austin Reeves. Yeah. And then the last one is uh Cam Johnson, incredible player, uh shoots the three ball at an incredibly um high clip. Um, and just a just a wonderful player um out here hitting uh three-point shots. So Marv, I've loved watching FIBA basketball. Um, it has just been honestly a, a real pleasure um yeah. to kind of to kind of watch this team. Um, and to be able to, you know, cheer for, for Jaron Jackson Jr. And I mean, he has been everything that you would want, um, yeah. uh, on your team. So just a quick update here. Um, the, the team will be playing on Saturday morning. Let's see, uh, 26th of August. Is that Saturday? I'm pretty sure that's Saturday morning, that's the first official game for the tournament. Mm-hmm. So now we're, we've moved past the six, um, exhibition games, which um, I keep wanting to say the Grizzlies team USA won handily mm. um, squeaked out the win against uh, Germany um, and against Spain. You know, those are still nine, 10 point wins for the team, but they will begin um, group play on uh, this Saturday, the 26th, eight 40 Eastern yeah. time. That's seven 40 central time. And they're going to be playing New Zealand. I did look, Steven Adams is not on the New Zealand team. Well, thank um, goodness. I know, right? <laughs> that it's like just real... rest,
1: rest, rest. It's hey, it's kind of funny yeah. how like with Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm like, yes, yes, get more reps, keep evolving as a player. You can start the season already in like season form. Yeah. But Steven, no, no, rest, Steven. Just oh, just yeah. rest. Yeah. Keep it all for the Grizzlies. Right.
0: <laughs> right. And if you need more, you know, injections, whatever you need, buddy. But I, I think Steve is going to be ready to go um at the start of the season. So
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: had to put in that plug for, um, USA basketball, FIBA men's world cup.
1: Yeah. And I just want one other thing I wanted to say about, um, like the thing about Jaron Jackson jr. The one of the things that I caught that was of substance that honestly, I wasn't thinking about that. Oh man, that really will be an advantage is that. And, and talking about Steven Adams reminded me of it was that, and I can't, I'm not going to remember the the coach. Maybe it was the head coach. Maybe it was one of the assistants said, um, you're used to be playing alongside Steven Adams, but like you don't have Steven Adams alongside you now. Right. So it's like, I think what's interesting about Jaron getting to play in this uh, setting. Yeah. Yeah. It's first of all, there's a, there's a kind of a human dimension, which is he's getting something he's getting to do something that I think is probably dawning on him. Just, is a huge honor, like r- across the board, right? Setting right. all basketball stuff aside, oh, but just like totally. an honor for you as, as a person, right? The, exactly. the basketball greats playing for the the USA team in the Absolutely. Olympics it's kind of the same thing, yeah. So there's the human piece of it, but and there's the camaraderie piece with Jaron Jackson Jr., who's like, yeah, it's great for him to be in the team concept with the Grizzlies, and he's going to get back there and get locked in with his with his yeah. fellas. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. to be part, to be to, to have a camaraderie with a kind of best of the nba kind of sorting oh dude is also an accolade you know uh and it's also i i have to believe it, it is a vote it's a vote of confidence that, that is going to make his confidence as a player swell and then lastly it is playing in a setting that is not the grizzlies against a different mix of, com- of, of competition in a different with slightly different stuff at stake and everything i just think yeah. it's going to it's almost like cross training, you know, it's, it's like doing a different type of workout that works out your abs. And it's just, it's, it's complimentary. It's a, it's a shock yeah. to the body in yeah. a way that's going to round him out as a player. So I think absolutely. it's an incredible opportunity for him as a person. Uh, and I think it will absolutely pay dividends uh, barring injury. God for, forbid, knock on wood, father, son, and Holy spirit. Amen. Uh, yeah. Would happen, <laughs> but uh yeah. But barring that, like it, it, we're going to reap benefits as uh, as Grizzlies fans because he's going to be even better for the. Experience. Oh my gosh!
0: Oh my gosh! You hit on a number of key points, and I won't just like run back over them. But I just want to point out, you know, Jerry Jackson Jr. is the vice president of the NBA Players Association. You get I elected had to that. that to to yeah. that position by your peers. And so he obviously has the respect, right, of his peers mm-hmm. in the NBA. He's got a position of prominence in the, in the Players Union, which is a very important institution. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you want to read more about that and the origins of the Players Union, check out that book, Blackball, that I mentioned in the last podcast. Um, but, but, it, but as you point out, not, he's fraternizing, right, with, with not only yeah. his NBA colleagues, but also with folks in international basketball. And that just helps a lot of different things, right? Like in terms of recruiting people, like he's hanging out with Mikhail Bridges every day, right? And they're playing together in the starting lineup. So, yep. Hey, who, who knows down the road? Maybe that influences Mikael. Bridges. Who knows? Right. Or, or Brandon Ingram or Jalen Brunson, any of those guys, right? So, yeah. Yeah. You, you make a good point, right? And it could pay dividends for the Grizzlies um, down the road, which brings us to our beloved Grizzlies. Yeah. And obviously, the, um, excuse me, the the twenty three twenty four schedule has been released. For fans of the podcast, you may be interested to know, I've recently moved across the country from Colorado to New York State. So I am now based in Rochester, New York. It's been super fun so far. Um, I'm an academic in my day job, so um, got a great uh, gig out here. But when I, Marv, when the schedule came out, the first thing I looked at was, when are they playing Toronto, which is three hours <laughs> away from
1: me, when are they oh, playing? Wow. In- oh, yeah, that's in play.
0: Yeah. When are they playing Philly, which is like five hours away? When are they playing in New York City, which is a one hour plane ride from me? Um, when are they playing in Cleveland, which is four and a half hours from oh, me? Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So
0: I'm like going to. So now, as opposed to being in Denver, where I only had like two games a year I could go to, now there's like, there's a mix of like six to eight games that could be in play.
1: Oh, that's um, awesome. I had so, not yeah, been thinking so, about that, but of course it right. didn't slip past you.
0: <laughs> that <was> the first <laughs> thing I thought about. So um, so if you haven't um taken a look at Chris Harrington's Consumer's Guide to the NBA uh schedule from our Memphis Grizzlies, take a look at that. Always a good read. If you have season tickets um or you share season tickets or you get those like ticket packs, you know, he can he helps you kind of sort of think that through. What Marv and I are gonna do today is we're gonna talk about some of the matchups that we're looking forward to. Um we're just gonna kind of take uh, the bird's eye view of the schedule, then we're gonna make our schedule predictions. Um, And Marv, I didn't mention this to you at the outset, but I am going to make a prediction about where I think the Grizzlies will be by the time John Morant returns um, Mm. after 25 Mm. games. Um, Now, I've made this prediction on the pod and on Twitter in the past, and it is exactly the same after seeing the schedule as I thought it would be before seeing the schedule. So we'll get into that. Um, But we're also going to talk about some key matchups, some things that we're looking forward to um, and just make some prognostications right about what we think is going to uh, what we think is going to is going to matter for the Grizzlies uh, with the yeah. release of the 324 schedule. So, Marv, I'm going to tee you up first. Um, tell I me, I did my homework. Awesome, appreciate that. My so, homework, yeah. what is your what is the first matchup that you're looking forward to? You know, I so I have I picked
1: four, and you could argue that some of these are interchangeable, but as I look at these, um Oh gosh, you know, uh the MLK Day game against Golden State is going to be sweet. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. but I guess I'd be lying. Like that's the one that's like, oh, that probably should be first place. But then I think to myself, I got to be honest. Uh our first look at how the Grizzlies match up against Victor Wembanyama is uh is oh, pretty Oh wow. You know, like uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's he going to do uh, against like Yeah. Are our and players going to be able to handle him? I feel like they are going to be oh, able to handle it. Maybe even manhandle him. Right. I don't know, but
0: so that that first San Antonio matchup is Saturday, November eighteenth at San Antonio. So we will travel down to Pop and Company to take on uh, Wimbanyama. So that's that's obviously going to be you know a great mm-hmm. a great game to sort of take a look at. So what are you what are you thinking? Right, do the Grizzlies emerge uh, triumphant? Uh, in that scenario on the road against San Antonio and Victor?
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, What is that? Hold on. Is job Jaws back? Not back yet. Or he is. No,
0: he's not. He won't be back from that. Yeah.
1: That could be a toss up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, like a, you never want to underestimate a, uh, uh, a Popovich, you know, coached team, you know, like even in years where they're like, they're terrible, you know, like they push us to the limit. So like you add, a once in a lifetime uh player in Victor Wimbanyama and we don't have Ja and it's at San Antonio. Yeah. You know, I
0: don't know. Yeah. I, I know. think the Spurs are gonna suck. <laughs> I think they're gonna suck. I think the Spurs will win 30 games if they're lucky. Um oh, wow! gonna he's gonna be a great player, but I mean, I think that he's going to get shut down before the end of the season. <laughs> I think the Spurs are going to suck. I mean, they don't really have anybody else uh, no, who, who's good. I mean, I mean, like at, at that level, I mean, they've got Campaign, um, who's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Bullock, <laughs> Doug McDermott, you know, they even got yeah. all our old friend Gorky Jang on there. <laughs> I mean, they have some good, like, uh, you know, Trey Jones, uh, Tyus Jones' brother. Something uh-huh. struck
1: me as hilarious about, hilarious about Doug McDermott. That sounds <laughs> like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's like a made is. up name for,
1: for like not so great player. Yeah. I'm sure ailing, he's great. I mean, he's in the NBA, right? He's better than, yeah.
0: You. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, he's fine, right? Like, no
1: bad players in the NBA, really.
0: Right. But. I mean, yeah. He's, he's, but you know, he averages 10 points a game. Um, you know, he can shoot the three ball pretty well. I just, I don't think that the Spurs are going to be good, but, but I agree. I think it'll be awesome to, to kind of look out at, um, uh, at Victor for the first time. And actually you zone in on that. That's the first road trip, excuse me, the second road trip of the season, um, where the Grizzlies are going to go to face off the two LA teams, um, at the, at, at LA Clippers on November 12th, then at LA, uh, Lakers on the 14th. And then they go to San Antonio after that. And I had Mm -hmm. the first two LA games circled. So those are my first two that I'm looking out for because, um, I I mean, I think the Lakers are going to be pretty good. Um, I think that the way that they revamped their, their roster last year really worked. I mean, they were a good team. Um, when they, when they faced off with the Grizzlies and not only because we got peak Anthony Davis, although that's awesome, they added Gabe Vincent, um, over the summer from Miami. Mm, mm. Um, and I just, I think he is a flat out baller. I think he's going to, he's going to be fantastic. As I mentioned, Austin Reeves on team USA, he's a freaking great player. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, you know, they got cam reddish now, uh, on their team. They got Scottie Pippen jr. So they've made some additional moves over this Who did they summer. lose
1: cuz they had some pretty good folks well, like I, I felt mean, their they're... retrofit in the mid season was good. Who did yeah, they lose well, to that batch?
0: They're bringing back uh, D'Angelo Russell uh, who they acquired, you know, from the Wolves last year. They're bringing back Jared Vanderbilt who they acquired from the Wolves last year to upgrade uh to upgrade their roster. What about Hachimura? So, Rui Hachimura Rui Hachimura is still there too. So I mean okay. their free agent acquisition from Toronto. So Yeah. I mean I think that the Lakers are going to be good. And I have the Grizzlies penciled in for an L against the Lakers um, Mm. on that Tuesday, November 14th. Now the Clippers, right? The reason that I have the Clippers circled Marv is because you just never know what you're going to get. Um, Like is Kawhi going to be playing? Is Paul George going to be playing? Um, I love those two guys, right? I mean, 32 and 33 years old in the prime of their careers, um, I mean, if they're playing, it's going to be a game, right. But the Grizzlies, I remember famously, like in that 21, 22 season, you know, um, when we played the T wolves and the, they beat the Clippers all four times that year. And I really mm-hmm. registered that, right. Cause this is kind of a, our arch nemesis, right. In the days of yeah. Andre Jordan and Blake Griffin oh, and Chris wow, Paul. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking forward to the, to the Clippers, but I just don't, I just don't know Marv. I, I mean, last year people had the Clippers like, Oh, they're going to win everything. And then they, they were terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Know?
0: So yeah. I'm looking forward to those LA games. Um, it's a part of that road trip where they're gonna take on Victor um in that first uh, matchup against San Antonio. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you got next? Uh oh, hold on my screen went blank here. I had my phone. <laughs> uh what is next? Um oh I remember uh I'm really looking forward to uh uh the return of Dylan Brooks. Uh, Uh, probably, and not so much the first matchup, but when he's here, yeah, because I feel like he's kind of like, he's a guy that knows the moment and how to like maximize it. And as much as like, like, I think you're, you're, it it is common practice for a player who's loved, even if it's, even if it's a, a mixed kind of bag, uh, to be given a, a, a round of applause, you know, uh, when they get back and, and for them to look out at the crowd and like, you know, bump their heart, you know, like, love you guys. It's real, but let's, let's, right. let's get it, you know, um, probably my most demonstrably in recent memory with like Mike Conley, Right. Oh, yeah. And and oh, we yeah. still oh yeah. Well, yeah. Mike, we love you all yeah, the best. Right. Right, we right, hope right. you win as long yeah. as you're not playing
0: us, Exactly.
1: you know, but, uh, but Dylan Brooks, I, I, you know, and as much as like, I, and. To me, the coolest thing in the world was Dylan Brooks showing up to Summer League and and BSing with the Grizzlies, like, "What's up?" I love up? it. I love you it. know, like that was the most
0: sunglasses courtside, amazing. It was
1: perfect, man. Because awesome. he's like, no, like he just absolutely neutralized in a way. He kind of like just like took the story that could have been a story and just made it his. And handled it in a class act friendly way. And <laughs> then just it, it became the little beautiful nugget. Like oh, if anything, man, that was yeah. like people were expecting to be oh man, bad blood. Well, it's like that would have been like, I guess, on script, yeah. but he's all like, yeah, nope, yeah. I'm gonna flip the script because it's what I like to
0: do and yeah. I'm in control. Well, and it wasn't just Jaron, right, and some of his homies from the players, it was also Coach Jenkins and Zach totally. Lyman. <laughs> Exactly, They were all, they were all chatting courts It was fine, right?
1: right? Like it was it was very well, human and uh, yeah. and, and not thoroughly not expected so yeah I, I just feel like uh like i i think i think there'll be a personal camaraderie but it but is but is the if he is if if villainy is his uh is is his is <laughs> his, his hallmark card. quality yeah. <laughs> uh he may want to shed the dill in the villain. i don't think that's going to follow him you know right. uh but but regardless i think i think it's going to be highly anticipated what he shows up to FedEx forum wearing. Like, yeah. I, I think he's going to wear something kooky oh, and it, they're going to be like, Holy crap. He's wearing some electric suit yeah. with flashing lights. I have no idea what, but it's going to be something to where he's going to take it up a notch. Yeah. And I don't know who the player most likely to get, but there's going to be some, something's going to happen.
0: They're going to be. Some, yeah.
1: A piece of fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what that is, and that's what's exciting. I actually about
0: appreciate you bringing up, right, Dylan. I mean, I appreciate you bringing up Dylan because, first of all, let's be clear—he got paid, right? So he's got a four-year contract worth probably ninety million dollars. Right. He's so, fine, yeah. So he's—I'm <laughs> sure he's amped, right? The other thing is, I, you know, to be honest, um, I penciled in all the Rockets games as wins for the Grizzlies um but what this conversation is reminding me is that the the rockets got better <laughs> a lot better actually um mm. over over this summer i mean obviously they have some incredible young players amen thompson they drafted this year you know who people really believe is going to be one of the best players in this draft class jabari smith junior um out of auburn um right drafted um last year tari eason i mean they've got some really gifted young players yeah. Um, Kevin Porter uh, Junior, right? Still only 23 years old, right? A gifted player. Mm-hmm. Well, then they mm-hmm. went out and added Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet. Um, in addition to our old friend Jeff Green. So they brought Jeff Green in, right? On a on a nine. Oh dollar. wow. Okay. So I mean, they may do a little something, right? I, I love Fran Van Vliet, um, Fred Van mm-hmm. Vliet as a player. Of course, I love Dylan Brooks as well. Um, I think he's gonna have a bigger role um, on that Rockets yep. team. So yep. will they be good? I don't know, Marv. I, I have no idea. Um, but, but yeah. they are going to be maybe better than I prognosticated. Whereas essentially I, I, yeah. I penciled in four W's for the Grizzlies. So yeah, who knows? They may drop one or two games to Houston.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No telling, no telling, but, uh, well, it'll that's be interesting.
0: A, that's a good one to watch. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned that. And speaking of uh former player, players reuniting with their former teams, the next one on my list was Boston. The first game against Boston. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Marcus, yeah, Marcus smart, smart will yeah. be leading the team. Um, we will play Boston at home first, um, on November 19th. Um, I've penciled that in as an L for the Grizzlies. Mm. Um, I, I think that Boston continues to be a team that we struggle with, um, like Dallas, like in the grit and grind era, like San Antonio, Um, and I think that it's a team that is going to be a measuring stick for the Grizzlies.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: I think that early matchup will really tell us some things now, even though John Morant won't be back, right? We will have another opportunity, uh, to take on Boston. Um, and the February 4th game, in fact, is going to be on ESPN. Um, so Mm -hmm. Um, and typically I think we play the Eastern conference three times. So there's another Boston game tucked in there somewhere, but I'm looking forward to that. I think Marcus smart is going to play absolutely out of his mind. Um, I think he's going to have a big game and I think he's going to want to single handedly win that game for the Grizzlies. So I had that one circled on Sunday, November 19th. Um, but again, I'm, I'm expecting the Grizzlies are going to take an L, um, on that game. So we'll have to see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, another one I'm looking forward to, um, just opening night against new Orleans. I I just think that games against the Pelicans, uh, and, and, and some of the recent grist in the mill about, you know, different players and who's on, who's waxing and who's waning. Uh, some of those, those really fun games have been romps for us, you know, like we've just like really destroyed the Pelicans. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the fact that John Morant raced out and won the Rookie of the year, uh, um, you know, a a, a few years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think there's, 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 they're a great uh, rival. Not a, there are. I don't know. It's, it's like there's a, a strange. uh, It's, it's a more respectful rivalry, right? Because like Ja and uh, and and Zion have a respect because kind of they kind of came up together, so there's that respect, and then there's, uh, then there's the kind of camaraderie and the swapping of the big men which was done oh, yeah. amicably and like yeah. there's not bad blood there but yet right. there is a rivalry and it's it's almost a i don't know it's uh i don't know how you describe it but it's not the same yeah. thing as a like oh yeah. you gotta just beat those you well,
0: know I mean, it's, you kind of want to have that Southern Mississippi River, River rivalry, right? Like they're kind of our counterparts totally. here down in the deep yeah. South. I mean, they're the deepest South team. I'm going to put Florida in a different category other than the South. If you want to oh, at me about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Florida is not the South.
1: Florida's yeah. Florida
0: Um, Florida. I mean, you kind of would hope like, oh, Atlanta, Memphis, right. Could kind of strike that rivalry up. Harrington's written about this a little bit, but, but yeah, I love that. Right. And especially with Jonas uh, being, you know, exchange down there for Steven Adams. I love CJ McCollum as a player. I really like Larry Nance jr. Um, I liked him playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I love Brandon Ingram already shared, you know, um, how much I like him as a player talking about USA basketball. Um, and it would be great to see Zion catch his stride, man. I mean, I'd love for him to be healthy Mm -hmm. and just be the guy that, you know, every.
1: Yeah. One thought he was going to
0: be, um,
1: No one likes to see somebody's career hampered by injuries. That's not how you want to win games.
0: No, no. I'd love nothing more than to see him in FedEx Forum um, in the home opener versus New Orleans on October 25th. That would be Uh, sweet. I agree. That would be, and fantastic. he's in good,
1: he's in good shape no, I mean, I mean, he's as good nursing as, some injuries, but
0: yeah, I mean, as good as he ever is. Right. I mean, he's kind of just been day to day sort of week to week and then had these prolonged periods of injury. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. right now, um, uh, Marv that the prognosis is, you know, he should be hopefully ready to play right in case, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, in case anything you know happens. So let's hope. Yeah. So we'll see you on that one. Um, all right, there's two more matchups that I just want to I'm gonna throw in quick and then we'll come to your last one. I'm really excited to watch Oklahoma City play this year. Um, you know, there's even been some talk of like, wow, could we get the Oklahoma City Memphis Grizzlies rivalry sort of you know keyed up again? You saw Harrington talking yeah. a little bit about that in his breakdown mm. of the schedule. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander is just a flat out baller. I mean, I just love watching him play basketball. Mm-hmm. He's as close to John Moran as you get, except he's six, six. I mean, he's just got size and strength that Ja just won't ever have. Um, mm-hmm. I really, uh, really like, uh, the new Zealand kid, Josh Giddy Um, I'm very excited to see Chet Holmgren, um, uh, number mm-hmm. one overall pick last year who suffered that devastating, uh, foot injury in oh, and yeah. didn't, yeah. didn't get yeah. to play a single NBA game last year. Um, cannot wait to see, um, how he's going to do, so I think that they're building a, a pretty, pretty strong core. Lou Dort, um, incredibly good defensive player, um, can absolutely, you know, gave John mm-hmm. Morant fits, um, can shut down the best player on your team. So Marv, I'm pretty amped about, um, you yeah. Oklahoma city. And the last one I'll throw in and I'll let you kind of take us out, um, is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I am a big fan of the cleveland cavaliers team and harrington again got to give him a shout out right Wr- wrote a little bit about this in his column uh previewing the schedule the cavaliers really are sort of like the grizzlies of the eastern conference mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. their their roster um is i just love that they play like these two sort of traditional bigs uh down low um in uh jared allen and evan mobley um, you know, Evan Mobley, only 22 years old, Jared Allen, 25 years old. I love Darius Garland. I think he mm-hmm. and uh, John Moran have very, very similar games. I love the addition of Donovan Mitchell on that team, a bona fide mm-hmm. go-to guy who can take over the game. Um, I even love some of the role players like, uh, uh, George Niang, uh, who used to play for the jazz, um, and can spot yeah. up and shoot threes. speaking of shooting threes, our old friend, Danny Green, right. Traded up to the Cavaliers. And then of course, JB Bickerstaff, right. Our old friend from Memphis coaching the Cavs. So I'm, I'm super amped. I think I'm going to be able to get over to Cleveland to watch the Grizzlies um, play in Cleveland. Um, It's Uh, Wednesday, April 10th. I don't have my schedule for, next hello number.
1: cleveland sorry i had ah. to
0: go there it's just like <laughs> spinal tap, uh, spinal tap out reference out. yeah, yeah, yeah go. um so anyway those are my last two and yeah. excited about uh, oklahoma city and cleveland so one eastern one western conference
1: yeah I the, the one that it's left over for me is the one that i kind of mentioned at, at the outset as the as rivaling for number one and that's the mlk game against yeah. against the uh the gold state warriors uh a, I'll be interested to see if our rivalry our, our rivalry lost a little bit of uh juice uh with uh with Dylan Brooks leaving. Uh that was just such a great foil, you know. Yeah. Uh well, he was at such at the sor- source of that, but I think there's plenty left over for us to remain kind of like sour and like all you need is Draymond the,
0: Green, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and Draymond will want to amp it back up. So I'm oh, so yeah. I'm glad, you know, because I, I want it to get amped back up. Uh, and then the other thing is just like uh, the the meaning of that being a. a, a... A game that we're associated with, given that we're Memphis and yeah. that Dr. King uh, was, was martyred in Memphis uh, and and the larger meaning of that game. I think it should, I think Memphis should be a part of that game every yeah. year. Of course, I think that, but
0: well, um, absolutely. Well, and it's great that the NBA has made that prominent um, for the Grizzlies. So the MLK game against Golden State will be on TNT. It will be on primetime. So it'll be the main yeah. game um, on that day. Um, as we, you know, remember um, and act on the, on the legacy of Dr. King, a couple of other yep. things, right. About the warriors, Lester Quinones, our friend from the Memphis state tigers yeah. he is officially <laughs> on the roster. Um, now I think Good he may him. be on a, a two-way contract Marv, but yeah. he is listed as being on the roster, um, for the golden state warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Gary Payton jr. Um, our old friend, Jamichael green is on the team, <laughs> right? Of J. course Michael we got Draymond green. clay and Steph. And then also they added Chris Paul Marv over over this summer um and i'm very intrigued to see how a 38 year old chris paul is going to do now isn't I that kind of that...
1: crazy that seems like crossing the streams you know like...
0: oh yeah that's a good way to put it oh, yeah. ghostbusters kind of you know yes yeah, right.
1: total platonic have... reversal but I crossing mean, the it,
0: streams just, is bad ray
1: it brought <laughs> it down the stay puff stay puff marshmallow man
0: <laughs> that's exactly right yeah i mean Gozor, it took down Gozor.
1: Gozer, yeah goals Gozer, yeah. the Gozer, so anyway the traveler yeah
0: We'll see, <laughs> right, about how Chris Paul does um with the Golden State Warriors, but I think they'll be formidable. I think that he will um make a positive difference for that team. So yeah, that's a big game for the Grizzlies. Of course, Jaw will be back by that time. Um yeah. Jaw is slated to be back. Um, I think December 21st against the Pacers. Um is the that's Thursday, December 21st. I believe that's going to be his first game back. So he'll be out for 25 games. Um, Marv. Uh, did you, uh, put together your total schedule? Like what you think the record will be?
1: I think we're going to get to 60 wins.
0: Holy shenanigans. Well, I'm not too far behind that. I think the Grizzlies I've got them at 56 and 26.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I, I, I would give that a plus or minus three. So it would not surprise me if the Grizzlies win 53 or 52 games. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if they go higher. Um, I think the Grizzlies will be very good in the regular season. I think that they'll yeah. be the number two or number three seed again in the West. Um, I think it's going to be tough being better than the Suns and, um, Denver in the regular season. So I think that that's, uh, that's going to be a challenge, but yeah, I've got yeah. them at 56 and 26. Um, I think they're going to go 18 and seven in the first 25 games, which is pretty much on pace with their mm-hmm. sort of 56 uh, 56 wins so we yep. both believe the grizzlies are going to be good this year
1: yeah 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 no absolutely absolutely
0: all right friends well thanks for everybody uh tuning in i'm um, glad to be back at this glad, glad to be back at
1: little,
0: it little bit of uh commentary on fiba basketball and the grizzlies schedule we are going to try very hard to get our uh grizzlies oral history back in action this summer before the season begins so stay on the lookout for that we've got some exciting stuff coming along including one-eyed charlie aka mike conley taking on the golden state warriors in 2013-2014 so stay tuned hopefully we'll we'll have a special guest to announce for that marv you gotta go man
1: awesome go grizzlies
0: go grizzlies thanks for joining me thanks everybody for tuning in hope y'all are having a good summer see you next time